I'm ready. <laughs> I've never talked into a microphone, but I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> we are vampires on Hollywood Boulevard. Angels and sinners of our hometown streets. An autobiography and a sleeve tattoo. All broken hearts that still Hey, great to be here, guys. And our guest, Mr. Neil Mason from the baddest band in the land, the Cadillac 3. What up? <laughs> hey, man, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for taking some time out of the, the day to sit with us and do this. Absolutely. Sorry to make you wait till nighttime. Uh, uh, we get it. But you guys are, now I feel like you're sitting above me. You know, yeah. So it's, it's good. No, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, man, we've been outside waiting. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's cold today. Yeah, we're here at the uh, Thirsty Cowboy in Medina, Ohio. Is that how you say it, Medina? Medina. Yeah. Is it, is it Medina? Because I actually yeah. I called my mom earlier, and she asked me where I was, and I said Medina, and she said, huh? And she asked me to spell it, and she said, you say Medina, I say Medina. Is your family from Ohio? Is that No, they're no. Uh, my mom's from Alabama. My dad's okay. from Illinois. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're thanks to this venue for having these badass boys here. We appreciate any time any venue brings you guys to town. I know, man. Yeah, we were <laughs> excited. We had to do one more in Ohio before the year was Hell over. Hell yeah. Um, I kind of wish that we were ending here and then going over to Europe from here. But we go to Texas. It'll be nice. I bet the weather will be good. Yeah, way better than it is here. Yeah. <laughs> we were, like, nice and 20 degrees. <laughs> A little warmer than 20 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we have – I have my hoodie on, and Ryan – Stripped down to his T-shirt to go into the venue, and I'm like, "You're real dumb, dude." He looks good though. <laughs> <laughs> Got my new Josephine's tee on. It provides a lot of Kentucky warmth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about things, man. You got a lot going on in your world. So not just this band, but let's talk. Let's start with uh, Badlands Management, man. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, man. I started a couple of years ago. Um, I had an artist that I'm working with now named Austin Jinx. Yep. Um, that was signed to a publishing deal with me and then that kind of ran its course just for a handful of reasons and we wanted to keep working together and we're trying to figure out a way to do it and he had just had his first kid and for whatever reason a lot of my friends when they have their first kid rather than getting off the road they decide they're going to like do their artist thing full on (laughs) and and weird that that happened to be that happened to be the case with him and so (laughs) we uh you know, I, I said, well, man, I, you know, I, I've never really done this thing, but I, I'd love to take a, st- a stab at managing. You know, we're, we're kind of best friends. We've been roommates, and I knew him since – I was actually his first co-write before oh, nice. he even moved to Nashville. Like, oh, he awesome. showed up at my door, and and we wrote a song, and in the two days we kind of hung out, he was like, well, I'm thinking about moving to Nashville later this year. Um, and I was like, cool, man. Like, I'm from here. Just call me if you do. Maybe I can help you find a place to live. 
called me and when he called me it happened to be that my roommate had just gotten engaged and decided he was going to move out and so i was like well actually if you want <laughs> you can move into my place because i need somebody <laughs> to move in and that was like six years ago and we were roommates until actually even after he got married we we all lived together for a minute and then <laughs> he, he eventually moved out and then um but yeah so it started there and um i guess for whatever reason i just keep taking on more things because there's just a lot of good artists in town that i'm a fan of you know so you've got uh you got steven now you got zach and austin mm -hmm. when you thought this was what you wanted to do did you have a certain kind of stable in mind how you wanted it to sound or who you wanted to bring on board not really i mean i think it's i'm just drawn to lots of different kinds of music and i think each of these things has happened really naturally um you know, with Austin, that was kind of the story with Zach. Um, it was actually Austin and I would go see Zach play around town all the time. And he had all the songs that ended up going and that we ended up recording for the Raised by Wolves album. Yeah. And he just, I'd seen him play him for like four years just around town. And I honestly was just a fan and yeah. I wanted a CD. And so <laughs> we were in Europe a couple of years ago and I called Austin because Austin had been talking to him about doing a record. And I was like, Hey man, like I'm not trying to get in y'all's stuff, but like, could I help you guys make this record? I'd really love to do it. You know, or like, I just, I want to get it done, you know? And so the three of us had a call when I was in Germany a, a few years ago and it was in November cause we always go over there in November. And I was like, Hey, I've got some time off in January. And what if we just go in and grab a couple of days? I think we could cut this thing live, you know, yeah. bring in a upright bass player and a fiddle player. And, and so we did that. It came out kind of like I imagined, but better, honestly. And That's so it was kind of a, it was, it was good luck. And then, and then what happens is you finish a record and uh, then it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do with the thing? <laughs> and honestly, at that point, it was, that was the point where I was like, well, I, I guess I'm going to manage, you. <laughs> uh, you know, and so we started, so we started working on that and, you know, and it took, it took a little while, you know, I mean, we had the record done for a year before we actually put it out. Um, and, you know, and so I, I took it around for a while and tried to, you know, tried to send it to some managers send it to some labels send it to, you know, booking agents and things. But, you know, when you're starting from scratch, it's, it's hard to get anybody to just say, Oh my God, I get the whole vision for this thing. Right. And so you almost have to create the vision for people, you know, and, um, you know, we got lucky and we got, um, we got him on that Brent Cobb tour over in Europe and yes. on some festivals and, um, you know, kind of just everything, everything that we've done with TC3, I, I learned a lot about the European market and I thought it could be a good starting place for him. I mean, yeah. America's so vast yes. to, to take on, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and to start in the UK felt like, it was actually doable, yeah. you know? That's and cool. so that's kind of where that came about. And then Steven was a natural thing too. It was, it was, again, it was myself and, um, my kind of co-manager with Steven is this guy named Matt Sherman. And I had been working with Matt on the kind of writer producer level. Cause he, I was booking him some rights and, um, and we had Steven sing on this song, just a demo that we'd written together. And I was, a big fan of his voice. I didn't, I'd never even met Steven. I just, but I kept coming around to this one demo and being like, man, who's the guy with the voice? Like, <laughs> I don't even know what he looks like, or I've yeah. never met him or anything. And like, I did that for like a year. And, and then I finally was like, Hey, can we meet him? Or, can, you know, and, and so we ended up, 
getting together and we, we wrote a couple songs and, and we started to just kind of find a sound. Um, and so we ended up cutting a whole record. It's not out yet, but, um, you know, and it was, it was a similar process, you know, it's, it's like, well, we're starting from scratch, you know, and we believe in this thing and what you really need with anything is just people that believe in it, you know, and obviously hopefully they know a little bit about the business too, which I don't know how much I know, but I've (laughs) been doing it a while. So, yeah. Um, So, I mean, yeah, it's all, all those things have happened really organically. Yeah. And I think it's cool too. Uh, I remember reading an article um, or like an interview that I think the, the TC through drinking club did. And you were like, if I didn't do music, what would I do? And one of the things that was on there was you were like, uh, maybe I'd work in a bar or manage artists. Oh, did I say <laughs> so that? That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so it's actually pretty cool to see you managing artists from there. Cause I was like, Oh crap. I remember yeah. that he said that. Yeah. So. I, I don't, I don't know what's, I mean, my girlfriend thinks I'm crazy, you know, and <laughs> I, I think that it's, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, we have great management with our band, but I'm, right. I'm definitely like really involved in just all the conversations and stuff. And I've always really enjoyed that. And, um, it just feels like a natural progression. Yeah. And I think it's cool too, because you have that experience and you guys have been road warriors and on the road, just playing tons of dates. And so you have that knowledge of how this works. It's and a unique perspective, you know, I mean, I think just in the sense that I've been to all the clubs and so I really understand yeah. the touring side of it. I've been in three record deals, um, you know, both good and bad yeah. and <laughs> learn that, learn that side of it, you yeah. know? And so I think that, um, you know, ultimately each artist, you know, they're, they're going to have to get out there and do the heavy lifting, you know, right. and, and figure out what's right for them and whatnot. But if I can be there and help support it as much as I can, you know, in any way that I can, I'd, I'd love to do that. So. Yeah. What does, uh, that, that behind the scenes songwriting, Neil, I don't think a lot of people know that side of you, the producing and the songwriting, uh, artists come to you and they say, Hey, I've got this song. I might need some help with it. How long does that take when someone meets up with you until they say, okay, we're ready to, we're ready to release this out and let people hear this. I mean, it can happen in two or three months or it could, you know, from conception of writing a song to it getting cut and then being out. But that would be like really the quickest just because you're t- in that sense, you're talking about like it, it's basically you'd be writing a song somebody would react to it immediately and they would be going in the studio to record the record at the same time. So that would all be, that would be the best scenario. It doesn't happen like that very often. I mean, there's, there've been songs that I've had on records that it's been two or three years, you know, where it's, you know, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example, like that Rascal Flatts payback song. Like we wrote that song, it went on hold. So we, we wrote half that song the first day and I just had like a little voice memo on my phone and, and it was like right before Christmas break, I think. And so then it was like February or March or something. And I was listening through the voice memos and at the same time that I listened to it, one of my other co-writers, Aaron S. Heiss texted Ryan Hurd and I, and was like, Hey man, I think we should get back on this thing. I think it's got something. And I was like, man, I was just listening to this. I think I, I agree. Let's do it. Um, but it would have been so easy to have a half finished song and just never go back and look right. at it again, you know? And so I think you have to be, you have to be like on top of that stuff and, you know, kind of 
follow something all the way to the end if you know i mean every once in a while you've got something that's just not good you know but (laughs) but that thing had all the bones of something really good like the verse was there the chorus was there the kind of the melody thing was there it just needed a second verse um you know but then that song it went on hold for rascal flats pretty quickly but then they didn't put it out for almost like a year and a half you know so that can take a long time yeah and i think that's one of the things that being an outsider in the industry you don't necessarily realize like you could write a song and someone could put it on hold right away mm-hmm. and then it doesn't get cut until they get their next record or well, maybe you don't always know if the song's record. on hold either i mean it's like I've, there's songs that are technically on hold of mine that were from two or three years ago that you just don't but at some point you just kind of go like well that's probably not really on hold yeah you know? but then every <laughs> once in a while like there will be one that'll come back around you know like that miranda that old shit song that i wrote with brent cobb like that went on hold for miranda almost immediately and then we just didn't hear anything, you know. And then the night that it was the last song that they cut for that record. And I got a call at midnight. We were playing a show down in Texas. And I remember getting a call, like, coming off stage. And I was, like, kind of buzzed. And it was, <laughs> and it was like, Miranda just cut the song. And I was like, yes. You know, I was so, <laughs> so excited, you know. And I was like, that's the coolest. I honestly felt like I could retire that night. I was like, that's the coolest cut, you know. And so, yeah. Um, and I love having a song with the word shit in the title. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's something, too. Like, I know everybody talks about Jaren as a songwriter, but they don't realize the songwriting that you do, too, oh, in this band, man. It's well, you know, we've, I've, I've learned a lot from Jaren, you know, and we've, yeah. we've written together for a really long time. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've written hundreds upon hundreds of songs, you know, and they're sitting on my phone or on a computer, 98% of them, <laughs> you know. And so yeah. it's like, you know, and then there's the Cadillac songs and then the few that we've written together that have been other people's cuts, you right. know? And so, um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, it's, it, I'm a, you know, I started as a drummer. I always wanted to write songs. My first band, I had a few that I wrote with the band and, and it took a long time to get to the point where I was, you know, confident enough to, to do it two or three times a day. But the only way to get confident enough to do it two or three times a day is to just start doing do it, it yeah. you know? And, and now I've been doing it long enough to where every once in a while I get lucky and we get a good one, you know. I know we talked, we did a podcast with Hannah. And oh, yeah. She talked about that you guys really mesh well together when you guys are writing. Yeah, she, I mean, we've we've been, we've had really good luck. I don't, you know, and I can't tell you what it is. I mean, we couldn't be more opposite human beings. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but, Correct. Yes. But maybe, that, maybe that's the beauty in it, you know. It's yeah. like, I think... I respect her a lot. She's got a ton of great ideas, obviously. You just never get her out of her shell. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. You know, it's, you know, all my wild energy in her yeah. in her shell, you know. Um, yeah. But no, I, we, I mean, yeah, we've, you know, we've had some good luck. And most of those songs are just me and her writing, just the two of us. And for some reason, that seems to really work. But I, it's not always the case. But with her, for whatever reason it is, I think she needs just like, positive reinforcement and room to be as as her as humanly possible but then yeah. to still figure out a way to make it you know as hooky and as everything as it, as it can be and i think there's a mutual respect there between what she does and what i do that works well yeah and we haven't really talked too much about you being in the best goddamn band <laughs> in the universe <laughs> So, Speaking of which, <laughs> which, ba- which band is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rumor has it something might be dropping next spring. Gosh, I, you know, if if I actually knew when, I would. <laughs> but no, I mean, we we do. I think 
have an album done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were just back in the studio a couple of weeks ago, and he'll probably saw some pictures. And um, we did to I, I, to I maybe answer that question. We did record another new song, so <laughs> you, never, you never know. Yeah, when <laughs> when, when we're, I mean, it. it's not done till it's out. It's sort of you right. know, and that's that's sort of the way I've always viewed it with even songs that get cut and stuff is until I actually see it on iTunes, I don't <laughs> actually believe that it's out, right. you know, and so, um, yeah, that stuff is, you never know, but yes, we've, we've cut more than enough songs for an album <laughs> and, um, and we're trying our best not to play them all live before we've the album's out. We've heard a good don't selection. Wanna, yeah. <laughs> don't want to wear you guys out. I mean, yeah, we would honestly, we'd be playing more than the four that we have and I don't even know if all those songs will be on the album to be right. honest but they're new songs yeah you know yeah <laughs> Sometimes we, are, we gotta try them out yeah we see. are of course big Cadillac 3 drinking club guys mm -hmm. and that's honestly how Ryan and I met and honestly a lot of the Rage Rowdy crew absolutely is, yeah. is big Cadillac 3 fans so yeah well the drinking club's been awesome you know yeah. and it's it's a fun place to to go down a rabbit hole every once in a while if, <laughs> if you want to um I've I see it when I post set lists and then yeah. and then I I'll peruse sometimes for a minute or two. And then <laughs> um, yeah, it's usually pretty entertaining. <laughs> we were talking with uh Sam Grow. We just did a podcast oh, yeah. with him and uh he was talking about how when he was playing with you guys, A he said it was his favorite tour that he's been on. So kudos to you guys. Oh, cool. he said yeah, you guys no, he awesome was great, man. Yeah. Those guys are super fun. Yeah. And then he also said that he was almost scared to be in front of your fans because you guys have so diehard fans with like an allegiance to you. So he's like, we have to kill in yeah. front of these I mean, guys. yeah, I'm scared to be in front of our fans sometimes. <laughs> 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 There's more fights at our shows than I've ever seen in my entire life. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, it's our fans are, I mean, there's no way that we're out on the road as many days a year as we are without you guys, you know, and and there's no way that, uh, honestly, we're doing this at all, you know, without the fans, you know, and and, and honestly, our friends. I mean, mostly, I mean, I, we know almost everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's and so I mean, it's it's been a, it's been a really cool thing, you know, and obviously, you know, there's there's long periods where we may not have a new album out, or you know, or there's ups or downs with radio singles and all that kind of stuff, and none of that. I mean, for us, it's always just been keep our the pedal down you know and just keep playing yeah. and you know keep going places where people have us you know and yeah i don't i thought for a second you know there's always a possibility that that could slow down at some point you know jaron had a kid and stuff like that you never know how that stuff's gonna kelby change things kelby had a cookbook yeah. you know <laughs> i mean uh you know that he's not on qvc yet but we'll see <laughs> um it's, it's certainly possible but you know We've had as busy a year this year as ever, you know, yep. and I know that everything I know about next year says the same. So we're taking January off and then we're right back at it. So Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, Jaron's son looks like you might be gunning for your job. I, you know, and I'm honestly thrilled about <laughs> that because it means that I might be able to retire <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I still would be able to get some percentage of the band, yeah. you know, just from <laughs> sweat equity in the early yeah. years, you know, and then. Jude can take over and it's, it'd be all good with me. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'll, maybe I'll sell merch or something. <laughs> I don't know. 
another funny story that we talked about was we did a podcast with Joe Fortner. Oh yeah, who's uh, who's great and. He said that you guys and the way you tour and the way you guys built your own fan base without a ton of radio, honestly, it made him realize that you don't have to have a number one song on country radio to be able to do this for a living and to have fans that believe in what you're doing. So it's, yeah, that's I mean, that's true. It be, number one song would be cool and stuff. Right. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know I, I think that it is a testament a night like tonight like we we haven't played at this venue in four years we sold it out four years ago and i remember being at that point we hadn't sold out very many shows at all and i remember being really excited about it and and then you have you know you put a show on sale that you haven't done in a long time even though it's nearby a lot of places that we have played a lot and have done pretty well and then to see that happen again is it's really exciting you know it's like we've been talking about it all day you know and so it's it's cool and you know i think that ohio has been good to us but just there's lots of examples of that all over the country and all over the world honestly yeah yeah and you guys are one of the bands that took your show over to europe like you were talking Mm -hmm. about and i think made a leap of faith to see if it works you know yeah we really wanted to do it and we talked about it through all our old bands like american bang that we always we were like we talked about it we never did it and when it came to this band a lot of the lessons that we learned with the old band were we did the exact opposite with this band <laughs> and and one of them was if there's something that we really want you know it's like we made that first record we were just we wanted to do it ourselves like that was we'd spent so much time tied up not getting to do exactly what we wanted to do um you know going to europe going to the uk specifically um was something that we really wanted to do and absolutely knew we were going to lose money had no idea whether anybody was going to show up um but we were so excited after that we put that first show on sale we went over and did one show and like a couple days of press and stuff and and it was a small room i mean it held 150 people or something like that but it sold out and and for us i mean that was we may as well have been playing an arena i remember playing that show that night and just feeling like it felt like I'd never, it was, it felt like the first show that I'd ever played, That's you know? Awesome. And so yeah. it was really cool. And, you know, there's something really exciting about just playing a place for the first time, you know, um, hearing people sing the words back and it sounds a little different and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure they feel the same about us. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's been cool and it's obviously continued to grow and, um, you know, we try and make a point of going at least twice a year. I wish we honestly, I wish we were going more, but it's just it's it's hard to pull that off. Yeah. And it's cool, too, because I think in my mind, I mean, Ryan and I both started our music lives as rock fans, too. So it's great to see what you guys do and how honestly the rock world that's considered rock now isn't necessarily the music that I love. Mm-hmm. But it's cool to see you guys taking what you do with the southern rocky country stuff mm-hmm. and i think that's for me the new rock you know and ryan same yeah, way we've had these discussions probably is, yeah. yeah 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 i mean there's a whole yeah country's so wide right now yes. you know i mean from the pop side all the way to kind of what what we're doing or you know brothers osborne or yes you know stapleton i mean there's and then wherever that bleeds into americana you know or you know and so it's it's a pretty wide genre right now and i'm a big fan of that you know yeah. i mean it's it's almost you know it's it's almost become the way that you you know and some people would hate this but you know it's almost the way that you're able to say pop and it could be you know a rock band that 
yeah. you know, is hitting at pop radio, or it could be an Americana band, or it could be what you would traditionally think of, you know, Britney Spears or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I think that's the cool thing about the genre growing as much as it is, is there's room for everyone at this so. point. Yeah, yeah, and everybody, you know, at, at least out of Nashville, you know, everybody is really supportive, I think, of all of it. You know, it's like we're all friends, you know, and, yeah. we, and we root for each other. And, you know, we're not getting in Chris Lane's way and he's not getting in ours. Right. You, know? <laughs> you guys can both have success and it's yeah, fine. I mean, yeah. He does more push-ups than I do, but other yeah. than that. <laughs> It's uh, it's funny too. Like when you guys played Whiskey Jam, I think it might have been the anniversary last year okay, yeah. when you played. Um, seeing guys that we like talk to and guys that we like help p- promote that were behind the stage or side stage, and we're watching videos of you guys and all of the songwriters in Nashville and all those guys are just rocking out to your music. It's it's cool to see how much respect they have for what you guys do. Yeah, it's very cool, man. I mean, it's it's a funny thing. It's I have a a lot of random people say that we're their favorite band and there's no higher compliment than that um you know i always kind of laugh about it because i feel like part of it is because we're not competition (laughs) you know what i mean like like we're like we're we're like the refreshing like thing that they know it's never gonna like get in the way of their career (laughs) oh man that's funny but whatever it is it's all good you know And, and we have a lot of fun so yeah well, I mean, thank you, man, so much for doing this with us. Yeah, man. We appreciate it. I know day of shows sometimes is tough, but we appreciate you taking oh, no, the time for us. Oh, no, it's fun. I mean, now I don't have to listen to Jaren for a few more minutes, you know, <laughs> talk about stuff, and, uh, whatever he's doing on the bus. But, no, I, we, we appreciate it, man. You guys have been big supporters, and Absolutely. we really appreciate it. And we uh, this is going to be an exclusive to you guys, and, I'm, uh, and it's not going to be on the album or anything, but we actually did write a song called called raise rowdy oh no uh, way <laughs> yeah it, it does exist oh it's, my god it's somewhere so maybe one day you guys will get to hear it yes <laughs> even if you just play it for us one time <laughs> yeah yeah oh, it could, be, it it could be your theme song uh, that that it, sounds it, fantastic actually. but yeah. first, we're gonna try and get it cut by other artists first but then if not we'll, yes. we'll give it to you <laughs> so, wow. yeah uh I, I know this really good band that i like they're called the cadillac three i would love them to play it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it actually does it, it does sound like a song that could be <laughs> on one of our albums is but we we had already cut like 18 songs for this album oh, so man. it's not going to be on this album yeah yeah i get it <laughs> so you have to wait like you know however long it takes us to make the next one or maybe we'll get somebody else to do it first yeah <laughs> but that could take even longer as we talked about yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. anyway but thanks it's there. yeah it does Ready. it does exist it's on <laughs> it's on my phone somewhere yes <laughs> <laughs> well that means the world to us man because yeah. i mean again the roots of a lot of what we do is is you guys and Anytime I say, hey, the boys are in town, I can get a big crew of my friends to come yeah. and see you guys. Where did, where did the name come from? Ray's Rowdy. So we had a we had a crew called that we called ourselves the Rowdy Gentlemen of Leisure. Oh, and it was like our crew of idiots. That's you got, We gave you guys koozies. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And when we were meet and greets with you. And then when everyone told me, like, they were like, you got to do something. You got to do something. You're just a big fan. You're promoting all this great music. You're showing me music that I don't know. And so when we started it, we were just pit, like, cause that's not a name for a community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a name for a bunch of drunk idiots. Like we were, you know, <laughs> and probably still are, but the Cadillac three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we were like trying to come up with things and that's where it came from. Well, so it's a, uh, it's a good name. Good song title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Absolutely, man. Cool. But thanks. Yeah. Dudes. Dude. Thank you so much for being here and we appreciate Let's it. Let's drink some beer. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, thank you guys for listening and, this is Nikki T, and we'll see you in the front row. We are vampires on Hollywood Boulevard. Angels
sinners of our hometown streets An autobiography and a sleep tattoo 